Hey guys, Kyler back, Kyle Burrell's Uned Podcast, episode 58. Got a loaded one today. Uh, we'll get into a lot of NFL stuff. Uh, first four um, segments are NFL. It's going to be buy or sell, NFL edition. Who makes the playoffs based on starting quarterbacks? Uh, NFL QB tiers and then NFL season, my NFL season tier. So, you know, where do I have teams ranked in tier form? Again, and and when I go into... When I go into the QB tiers, it might not be who I think is better or who I'd rather have. It's where they're at right now. Um, so, yeah, we'll have an elite, a stars, great starters, solid starters, a lot to prove, bottom tier. Uh, NFL tiers will be Super Bowl tier, number one contenders, for sure playoffs, fighting for wild card, uphill battle, and hello 2023 NFL draft. And then we're going to get an overreaction or not, NBA edition. And then I had Fee send me... One, two, three, four, eight players, kind of eight to ten players of AD or this player, everyone fully healthy. So who would I take, AD or this player? Um, we'll get into that. And then I'm going to give my Premier League 2022-2023 uh, season predictions. Season starts August 5th, I believe, so really coming up. Um, and then end it, we'll do all things combat sports. Talk about the fights from yesterday. We'll talk about fight cards coming up, news that's broke. We'll talk about a lot of things. So, I mean, this is going to be a good. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah, we'll kick it off with buy or sell. So Russell Wilson makes the Broncos legit title contenders. So this will kind of give away. Where the Broncos are listed in my uh, NFL tiers, I don't think it makes them legit title contenders. A playoff team, one hundred percent, they could be definitely one hundred. They could easily be a playoff team. Tough division, though. That's why I worry about one of the the Raiders and Broncos. Who I worry about the most is when I give my final playoff predictions. That's the teams I worry about the most because I don't think all four teams from the AFC West make the playoffs. You know, I do. I think I will have three, but you got to think. Let's just let's just look at the divisions. Definitely the the Colts division. I really don't think the Titans are going to be very good this year. I don't think nine and eight, maybe even ten and seven is good enough. Uh, you got the Ravens and Bengals. They're both probably going to make it. You don't know if the Browns are going to have Deshaun. Uh, Bills are for sure making it. You know, the Dolphins are a big question, as well as the Patriots still. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for four teams. And, you know, you could see an NFC four teams making it in division, but those divisions aren't good enough right now. Um, but, you know, AFC, it's going to be tough for four teams to make make it from a division, I think. Um, but, yeah, so I don't think they're legit title contenders. Playoff threats, for sure, they are. Bills as the Super Bowl favorites. I'm going to buy that. So I am selling the Broncos legit title contenders. I am buying the Bills as the Super Bowl favorites right now. Um, I've gone back and forth, you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot of teams that, you know, people might hate my tiers. I have one, two, three, four, five. I have seven teams in my Super Bowl tier right now. This is, again, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. What I'll probably do with the Super Bowl tier thing is I'll probably start it after week three and then go every other week. So we'll do the, you know, 17 weeks. We'll do the odd weeks is when I'll update my tier list. Um, but I have seven going in, um, but yeah, I would have the Bills Super Bowl favorites as of right now. Dolphins win total over eight and a half. I have it slightly over. I'm buying it. I have it slightly over. I think nine and eight's realistic. Uh, I don't think they're going to be as dynamic and and great as, you know, some people think they can win 10, 11 games. I don't see it. Uh, Two has got a lot to prove. Uh, but I'll go over. I'll buy that win total over. I'm nervous about it because I do think nine and eight is where they're going to be. So, you know, eight and nine is definitely a possibility. But I'll buy it slightly over. Lamar has an MVP caliber season. I'm going to buy this. Uh, he's going to play no matter what. Lamar's not a guy that's going to sit, even if he doesn't get his contract extension now. I think the Ravens could potentially be saying, you know, if they don't get their right deal before the season, they could be saying, well, if he gets a little banged up again, the price could come down a little bit. I think he does have an MVP caliber season. I will buy that. Mahomes and the Chiefs win the AFC West without Tyreek. I'll buy it. I just people are leaning into you know Tyreek was a huge part of the Chiefs for sure, but I think people are crazy. Um, Mahomes isn't a quarterback ranked from nine to fourteen, you know, so it's a little different. He's not ranked nine to fourteen. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. I think he's going to make it work. He still has his best target there in Travis Kelsey. 
I thought they did a very good job at getting the receiving core they did. They still have Nicole Hardman. Uh, they brought in Valdez, Scantling, and Juju. They drafted Sky Moore, brought in Justin Ross, who I heard has been a standout in camps, in the rookie camp, and then, you know, starting camp, he's been really good. I think the receiving core is definitely good enough, and the Chiefs are going to win the NFC, AFC West. I will buy that. Rams come out of the NFC again. This is tough always to say this. You know, it's kind of like saying the Bills as Super Bowl favorites, but that's kind of a betting line. This is me saying, if I buy this, this is me saying I think the Rams are going to get to the Super Bowl again. Here's the thing. I think the NFC was tougher last year. The Cowboys were better. The Packers were better. The Buccaneers were better. Uh, the Cardinals won't have Hopkins for six weeks. This, uh, the 49ers, I think, take a drop off. Eagles are still there. Vikings will be better. But I think the top, the top four was Rams, Buccaneers, Packers, Cowboys. Three of those teams took a step back. Uh, Buccaneers might not have Gronk. They won't have Goblin for a bit. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm buying the Rams come out of the NFC again. Baker and the Panthers win total over six and a half. I think he's their starter. I can't believe that people are saying there's a com- there's going to be a competition. If Baker's fully healthy, he's a much better quarterback than Sam Darnold, and he's better than Corral right now. If, they, if Baker's the starter from day one and he's fully healthy, I'll buy this win total over six and a half. I'll say they get to seven and ten, eight and nine. I have them as a dark horse to make get in the wild card. But again, my final predictions for that will come, you know, sooner or closer to the season. But yeah, I'll buy I'll buy that win total over six and a half. Saints legit NFC contenders. Um I think they're definitely a playoff team. And they're a team with a very good defense and some really good weapons now around Jameis that I think could pull off an upset. I don't think they win their division. I do think they could be a top wild card team. I think they could pull off an upset in the playoffs. So I'm going to say, I'm going to buy that they're legit NFC contenders. I think they could make a run to the divisional round. Maybe the NFC championship if their defense is really lights out and Jameis is and, and Jameis hitting on all cylinders. But they won't make the Super Bowl for sure because I just don't think Jameis can get you to a Super Bowl. I'll buy that they're legit NFC contenders. Cowboys win total over 9.5. You know, you look at their schedule, man, that, that, those back eight games, it is easy, easy pickings. Um, I'm going to buy the over of 9.5. I think, I think 11 and 6 is a legitimate, is my legitimate prediction right now for the Cowboys. Uh, 10 and 7 at worst for me. You know, their schedule is not very difficult. Um, you know, it starts off rough. You get, I think, in the first five weeks, maybe six weeks, I think. Maybe the Colts is in the back half, and that's their one really tough one. But you get you get Bucks bengals to start. So you could start 0-2 for sure. The two tough games. But you could also split that, and then it looks really good the rest of the last six, the last 14. So, yeah, I'm going to buy over 9.5 for the Cowboys. Rodgers has an MVP caliber season without DT. It's tough for me. I think Rodgers is unreal, obviously. I think he's still – he'd be my – Number three quarterback or four quarterback, him or Brady, three, four. Um, I'm going to sell this as an MVP caliber season. This isn't me saying he's going to have a bad season, but his last two seasons have been unreal. I don't think he gets to that this year without Devontae Adams. So I'm going to sell that. So that is buy or sell NFL edition. Now we're going to go off who makes the playoffs based on their starting quarterbacks. We'll go division by division. If you're the one, if you win your division, you're automatically in the playoffs, obviously. And then we'll break down the wild card factor will go the second place in each division. So the NFC East, I have it Cowboys 1, Eagles 2, Redskins 3, Giants 4. I think Dak's definitely the best quarterback in the division. I would take Hurts over Wentz, and then I'd go Wentz over Jones. NFC North, Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. I'd take Rodgers 1, obviously. Right now I'm taking Cousins over Fields, and I'll take Fields over Goff. I think if I think Fields has more intangibles than Goff, and I, I just like Fields more than Goff. Uh, NFC South, for me, goes Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. I think Baker's a better quarterback than Jameis. He is. When healthy, Baker's a better quarterback than Jameis. It's not really a discussion. So Brady and Bucks won. Uh, Baker and Panthers two. Saints and Jameis three. Mariota slash the rookie, what's his name, Desmond Ritter four. In the NFC West, I'm going... Stafford and Rams, one. Murray and Cardinals, two. Uh, Trey Lance and Niners, three. Seahawks and Drew Locke, four. So the one seed, I would have Green Bay. I think Rodgers right now, I have Rodgers ranked over Brady by one. Then I have uh, Brady and Tampa, two. Stafford and the Rams, three. Cowboys and Dak, four. For the wild card, 
Um, so the second place team that got left out here was Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. It went my first wildcard team, Cardinals and Murray 5, Cousins and Vikings 6, and then Baker and Panthers 7 is who I would go with in the NFC. So let's, uh, let's move on to the AFC. AFC is a little bit, little bit wild. Uh, you could get three teams from the AFC West on this with a quarterback one for sure. Uh, the only other team that could have been in consideration really in the NFC was maybe Jameis. And I still would, I, like I said, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have put him over, uh, I wouldn't put him over Jalen Hurts either. So here we go. AFC East. I got Josh Allen and the Bills one, Tua and the Dolphins two, Mac and the Patriots three, Zach Wilson and the Jets four. I just I would go to I think he can give you a little more than Mac. You know, I think I think Mac's ceiling is a game manager. He might have the highest floor out of some of those rookies, but I think that he has the lowest ceiling by far. I honestly think Zach will I would take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones, but right now have to go Mac. AFC North. Lamar and the Ravens at one. Burrow and the Bengals at two. Trubisky and the Steelers at three. And Brissett and the Browns at four. This I'm going off Brissett right now. Again, things can change, and I can redo this when if Deshaun gets cleared. AFC South, Matt Ryan and the Colts at one. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over Tannehill. Jaguars at two, Titans at three, and then Davis Mills and the Texans at four. AFC West, Mahomes and the Chiefs one, Herbert and the Chargers two, Russ and the Broncos three, uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders four. So the Chiefs would be my one because Mahomes. The Bills would be the two with Allen. This is it for the division winner or the division winners? And then Lamar at three uh, with the Ravens, and then Matt Ryan at four with the Colts because they're division winner. Uh, my first wild card team would be Herbert and the Chargers. Second would be Burrow and the Bengals, and then my last wild card team would be Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. So now let's get into my NFL. Quarterback tiers. Let me get a drink real quick. Okay. So we'll start it off with Elite. Um, Mahomes, Elite for sure for me. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Elite quarterbacks. One is Mahomes. I got Mahomes in the elite category, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matt Safford, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson. And this is kind of these this first list going all the way to great starters is kind of my quarterback rankings. Because I think I think I would have a Trevor Lawrence over a ten. I would have a Trevor Lawrence over Tannehill, a Mac, a two, and a Jameis. But I'm going off. This is a tier list as of right now. So that would be my one through nine. So then I have nine. So then ten through twelve, I have three stars: Dak, Derek Carr, and Kyler Murray. Those would be my three stars. Great starters. So this is thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Kirk Cousins. Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, and Jalen Hurts. Again, Deshaun not on this list. I would probably have 10 elite if Deshaun was is Deshaun's available. This is the starters. This is the projected starters. Solid starters. Jameis, Tua, Mack, and Tannehill. A lot to prove. So, guys, this is getting, you're going to hear a lot of young guys, most likely. Uh, but you're also going to hear Carson Wentz. I think he has a lot to prove. And the rest are... Oh, from that draft class from last year, you got to have Mack in solid starters because what he did last year, he is a solid starter. The rest of the rookies, Lawrence, Fields, Lance, Wilson, and Mills, a lot to prove. And then my bottom tier for starters, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, Mitch Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, and Drew Locke. Yeah, I don't have Daniel Jones in a lot to prove. Yeah, he has a lot to prove. I just don't think he's go- I don't think he's good. I think all those guys above can prove something. I don't think Daniel Jones is good enough to prove anything. So that is why he is at the bottom of my quarterback tier list. So let's get into NFL season tiers. So I have seven Super Bowl tiers, five number one contenders, two for sure playoffs, uh, six fighting for wild card, 
four uphill battle and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Hello 2023 NFL Draft. We're going to start at the bottom this time. So Hello 2023 NFL Draft. I went Jaguars. I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. They're just they're not going to come close to the playoffs. Detroit, also a team I think that's going to be better than last year. Again, just not going to win more than seven games. They're probably going to win five, maybe. Uh, Bears, again, I think Fields will, t- will take a jump. The O-line is worrisome, though. The, the weapons are worrisome, but I think they're better than last year. The Giants, again, I like Dayball a lot, but they're going to have this will, they're not, Dayball's going to get time because they, the Giants can't just be firing coaches left and right. This is Daniel Jones, I think, has a bad year. They move on, and they look in the trade market, potentially. Uh, they looked, definitely could draft. Um, but, yeah, so I have the Giants in there. Uh, the Jets, again, I think Wilson's going to be a lot better. They got way more weapons for him. They could end up being, out of these eight teams, the Jets could finish with the best record out of these eight teams, I think. He has the most weapons, I think. Uh, Texans, again, you know where they're at. You know, Davis Mills is going to get a run, but if they end up being able to pick top two or three, they're going to take quarterback. And then Falcon Seahawks, we obviously know where they're at. Even if Ritter plays, I think they can win at most four or five games. Uh, Seahawks, even Locke, they may get Garoppolo could change things. If they get Garoppolo, I would put them in uphill battle. I would move the Seahawks to uphill battle if they get Garoppolo. Maybe even fighting for a wild card. But with Drew Locke and Geno, that's the gap there. Yeah. So uphill battle. I have the Browns because I didn't want to put them. I don't want to put them twenty twenty two draft yet because we don't know. But I'm go even with Brissett. I think he's good enough to where he could potentially get them some wins and potentially, you know, get to seven eight nine wins. Uh, Redskins again. I just you know, Wentz worries me with his decision making. Uh, who knows how good their defense actually is? Kind of was a flop last year. I know they had injuries, but uh, Panthers. I'm still going to say uphill battle. Uh, you know, they're in a, you know, their division, can they, you know, beat the, the Saints or Bucks even once? I don't know. And then Titans, like I said, I think Tannehill, I'm not high on Tannehill, never have been. So I'm going to say uphill battle for them too, especially in the AFC, man. Uh, fighting for a wild card. I went Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are for sure a playoff team. I don't. I really don't think they're for sure a playoff team. Uh, Eagles, Patriots, Dolphins, Niners, Steelers. Uh, Eagles, again, not sold on Jalen Hurts. Patriots, worry about the weapons for Mac. Dolphins, not sold on Tua. Niners, not sold on Lance. Steelers, not sold on Trubisky getting getting you to the playoffs or rookie and Kenny Pickett. So that's why I have fighting for wild card because I do think they're good enough around him, around their quarterbacks to fight for it. For sure playoffs. I think the Vikings and Saints are for sure playoff, two playoff teams. That's not even a question. Um, Kirk's got great weapons around him. You know, if their defense is better, they'll be fine. Saints, loaded defense, all going to be on Jameis' decision-making. Number one contenders, I went uh, Raiders, Cowboys, Bengals, Colts, Broncos. Again, I think the Colts and Cowboys easily win their divisions. Uh, Bengals will be fighting for the division. Raiders and Broncos, I think, will be fighting for a, a wild-card spot with each other. They're number one contenders. So the elite teams, I got Ravens, Packers, Chargers, Bucks, Rams, Chiefs, Bills. Uh, I think, you know, I have the Bills right now as my Super Bowl favorite, but it's them and the Chiefs toss up. Um, I, like I said, I like the Rams because I think the Bucks, Packers, and Cowboys got worse in the NFC. Uh, still have Bucks and Packers because I'm not doubting Rodgers and Brady. Chargers, they're so talented. They better make the playoffs this year. Staley could be gone. And Ravens, I think Lamar is a bounce back year, healthy year, and I think he's going to be an MVP contender. So, yeah, those are my Super Bowl tiers of the elite it'll be overreaction or not NBA edition Lakers can win a title with their current roster so it'll be Russ Reeves LeBron or I would hope it's actually AD and then Thomas Bryant, and then the rotation, Kendrick Nunn, Horton Tucker, Troy Brown, I'm probably missing somebody, uh, Damian Jones, Juan Toscano. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's an overreaction. 
I'm going to say it's an overreaction. I don't think they can win with their current roster. I saw a potential trade of Taylor Horton Tucker and Russ for Mike Conley, Malik Beasley, and, Bo- and Bogdanovich. I love that trade. I actually like that trade more than the Miles Turner and uh, Buddy Heald trade. Uh, you get shooting with Conley and with Conley and Bogdanovich. Beasley can score on all three levels. If you're not getting Kyrie, I think that trade's better. I do. I truly think that trade is better than the Pacers trade or getting Eric Gordon. How do we know Eric Gordon's going to stay healthy? I like that trade from the Jazz more than I like the other trades besides Kyrie. I think if they get that, that can get them over the hump. Because we've, they've already proven that with LeBron and AD, if they're healthy, they can win a title with those two. With a great supporting cast. Well, yeah, Beasley into the mix, Bogdanovich, and uh, Mike Conley. I love that mixture. I love that mixture. Uh, Chet will win, win Rookie of the Year. Not an overreaction. I would bet on Chet to win Rookie of the Year for sure. Um, Warriors are favorites to repeat. I like what, you know, I thought they did well with getting DiVincenzo. And who's the other guy? They got another decent uh, minimum guy. I can't remember who it was. But I like the DiVincenzo pickup. They re-signed Kevon Looney. I mean, you got the Clippers. I can't say the Lakers right now. The Suns should still be good. Um, and then you got the Bucks. I'm going to say they should be slight favorites. But it's also going to depend if Clay Thompson still keeps regressing and so does Draymond. Actually, no. I'm going to say it's an overreaction. I would take I would take the Celtics. Roster, I take the Bucks. I would take the Clippers. Fully healthy, I take the Clippers over them too. So yeah, I would I would say it's an overreaction. Matching Aiton was a good play by the Suns. Yeah, not it's a not an overreaction. That was their only move. They knew that it took too long. They weren't getting KD probably. They had to do that. So I think it's not an overreaction. They were the best team in the NBA heading in the playoffs. They choked it away. Why not run it back there? Your team was so good. See what happens. Uh, Wolves will finish bottom eight of the West instead of top seven. I'm going to say that's not an overreaction. I don't think the Wolves are going to be as good as people think. I think you're running with a you know a, a twin tower thing. It's going to be tough for Cat to guard some of the small ball fours. I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. Celtics are the favorites to come out of the East again. They traded... Five players that barely t- one guy I think was touching minutes, and it wasn't it wasn't many for Brogdon, a point guard they needed. Yeah, not an overreaction. They are the favorites, I think, to come out of the East. Seventy Sixers will win an NBA title in the next three years. It's an overreaction. Could they? Yes. If I had to put a label on it, overreaction or not, I'm going to call it an overreaction right now. Young Pistons will make the play in. This is tough. We don't know what the Nets are going to be. Let's just say we're going to go. We're going to go currently constructed East. So, do I have the rankings? Currently constructed East. So you got Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Heat. We're not even going to. Let's just try to name ten that we think. Let's go. Let's just try to go in order: Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Heat. I'll say the Nets, Bulls at six, Raptors, and Cavs, seven, eight. Who am I missing? I'm going to have to look this up real quick on that. Uh, look this up. Just look at the last year's standings, right? Might as well. Heading to next year, though, obviously, we'll do that conference. Okay, so we're going to go Celtics, one. Bucks two, Heat three, or Celtics Sixers three, Heat four, Nets five, Cavs six, Bulls seven, Raptors eight. Ooh, no, hold on, I'm wrong. Okay, Boston one, uh, Bucks two, Sixers three, Heat four, Hawks five, Nets six, Cavs seven, Bulls eight. Raptors 9, so that leaves you left with them fighting with Charlotte, New York, Washington, and Detroit. I'm going to say it's an overreaction. I'm going to say next year they don't do it. The year after, though, I see it, but I'm going to say overreaction for this coming year. Beal and the Wizards don't make the plan. Not an overreaction because I think my last team would either be the Knicks or the Hornets at that 10 spot. So I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. 
KD and Kyrie will both be on the Nets come opening night. Yes, I'll say that's not an overreaction. I think they will. I don't think Kyrie trade gets done unless KD gets traded, to be honest. I don't think they'd just move Kyrie if they have KD still. Okay. So we're going on to AD or this player, everyone healthy. I'm going to grab a drink. First player that he gave. Fee gave me all these. I just told him to send me a list of players. He gave me all these. Kevin Durant. I'm taking KD still. I would still take KD right now. I would still take KD right now, I think. Not even I think. I would. Because, let's think about it. Yeah, he had a... He had a Piss poor run in the playoffs last year. He did. He was not good in that series. I'm still going to take KD right now. He's my he's my second best player in the league. I'm taking KD. Devin Booker. I think Booker is the best two guard in the league, but I also think Anthony Davis is the best big in the league when healthy. I'm going to take Anthony Davis here. So the next one is Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Again, I just said I think when healthy, AD is better than both these guys. He showed up Jokic, you know, when they played in the playoffs a couple years ago. I think he's I think he's more skilled. He's definitely more skilled than both, I think, and talented. So I'm going to take AD over Jokic and Embiid. I think really the only guy on this list I might take over AD is KD. Jaw Morant. Love Jaw. I think he's got still a lot, lot more to go. I think he's a top 15 player in the league, but I'm taking Anthony Davis. Kawhi Leonard, again, when healthy, I think Kawhi Leonard, I might have him over Jokic and Embiid in my top, my top rankings. I'm going to take Anthony Davis over Kawhi, though. I think he's as good as a defender when he's healthy, if not better. He can definitely protect the rim better. He can guard wings on the perimeter. And I think he's, I think he's more gifted and skilled offensively. Kyrie Irving. I love Kyrie a lot, and he's very gifted. He might be the most gifted and skilled offensive player, but I'm going to take Anthony Davis over Kyrie Irving. Now he asks, LaMelo, Cade, and who has a better career? I think Cade has the most upside. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go – this is so tough. He always wants me to answer this question. I hate answering it, and it changes day to day. My brother just asked me it too a week ago. I'm going to go LaMelo. Today's LaMelo. I'm going to go LaMelo. Has a better career than those three guys. I would take AD over that over these three, though, for sure. But, yes, I would take LaMelo over Cade and Ant, as I say it today. And you could ask me tomorrow, and it could be Cade. Ant would be third for me the entire time, but Cade and LaMelo is so toss-up. Such a toss-up. Okay, so... Got through the NFL stuff, NBA stuff. Now we're getting to Premier League, and then we're going to dive into combat sports. So I went to the uh, Premier League predictor, where you can go through and predict all 38 games. Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, Fulham, they finished bottom for me. Uh, I think Nottingham Forest, I think they'll have the best chance with their... They've done pretty solid, I think, in the transfer window. I think they have a chance to get in there, but they're going to be relegated. Relegated. Back down to the championship. 17th, Brentford on 23 points. Again, just not huge on Brentford. I think they they you know they really played well early on last year. It fell off. I think they finished 17th near the relegation. I have Leicester City at 16th. I don't not huge on their squad this year on 34 points. Not huge on them. Right above them with 35 is Brighton. Um, at 14th is Everton on 36 points, and then Leeds United at 13th with 36, and then this it's a big gap when it gets to 12. So right here from 12 to 9 is separated by 9 points. Um, I have Southampton at 12. Uh, they score goals. Defense is, wor- is, you know, their their back line is worrisome, but they score goals. Um, I have them scoring quite a bit, 66, giving up 74, but they finish on 47 points in 12. Wolves. Again, they don't score. They're defensive-minded. Kind of a poor man's Atletico Madrid of the Prem, I'd say. Uh, I have them finishing 11th on 50 points. West Ham, I have them finishing 10th on 54 points. Uh, 
I think this will be Declan Rice's last year at West Ham, especially when they finish in 10th. Um, he'll be gone. At 9, I have Crystal Palace finishing with 56 points. Um, I like Crystal Palace. Uh, I think you know they're an exciting team to watch. Wilfred Zaha, of course. Uh, I like Palace. They'll finish top 10. Uh, I got Villa on 60 points, finishing 8th. Uh, Gerard, uh, Steven Gerrard is going to have them boys going. I thought their transfer window was really good, too. Um, so, yeah, I really like uh, Villa this year. They'll be a very tough out for the top top of the league. Uh, I have Newcastle in 7th on 61 points. Uh, I think they're going to get better. And I think next summer will be the year where you're going to see them try to spend for, you know, a really big-time player. But I think they still comfortably finish top 10. Uh, they won't come close to 6, I don't have, but 7th is comfortable. Uh, 6, I have Arsenal finishing 6th. I don't know what it is. Uh, I just I'm, I just don't think of Arsenal, really. I know Gabriel Jesus is there, but, he's, you know, again... I made you know people were were uh, dogging Darwin Nunes for his start to the to the uh, to the preseason, and then he scored four goals. So I made sure to go after people on Twitter again. Preseason means nothing. Gabriel Jesus can look very good in the preseason. It means nothing till you get in there. So I have Arsenal finishing sixth. I have Manchester United finishing fifth uh, on seventy four points. Um, I think I've liked the way they've looked under Ten Hag. If Ten Hag, if they can get Anthony and maybe a Maybe another quality midfielder in there before, you know, they start playing games or even still getting one in in August when the games have started. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, so I have Manchester United on 74 points, finishing fifth. I have Chelsea in fourth on uh, 81 points. Um, I think Chelsea is going to be very good. And again, the point total doesn't really matter. It's more for me just getting the rankings. The point total is obviously going to be a bit off. But Chelsea finishing fourth for me. Tottenham, I have them finishing third. I think they're going to be very good. I think they're going to be very good in the Champions League as well. I think they could definitely make a run and potentially win a Champions League. They're gonna, this top four in the Prem is ridiculous. You know, if you're looking at teams, Barca, you still got Madrid, who's going to be very good. Bayern's going to be solid. Really, none of the Italy teams, though. PSG's obviously going to be good. You could argue... Four out of the five or six best teams in the world are those top four in the Prem. I do have Man, Man City finishing second, one point behind my Reds. You can call it a homer pick all you want. Darwin Nunes is going to be special. I know it was the preseason, but you can just see when he's out there. He just has a knack for goals, and Liverpool has so many guys to get him in good positions and get him great deliveries. Luis Diaz, Bobby Firmino. Diogo Jota, Mo Salah, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Andrew Robertson, uh, Thiago, Jordan Henderson, Fabinho. Virgil's an incredible passer. He's just going to score some goals, and I think Liverpool's going to be just fine. Um, I'm more worried about them in the European side, but I would love them just to win the Prem this year. I would love for them to stick it to everyone. Man City gets Holland. Let's go win the Prem, right? So here we go. Time for all things combat sports, which is my favorite, obviously. Let's get into this. Let's go to last night's card. And then we're going to go through all the fight cards coming up so we can look at the fight news. Um, talk a little bit about what I'm hearing about Connor and potentially some other fights. UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Aspinall was a shitty ending on the main card. So, uh... Let's go to the main card. You had Volkan Ozdemir versus Paul Craig. Uh, here's what I've always said about Paul Craig with his style. It's a lot of he loves to pull guard. I've always said though he could do that to guys on the bottom half, and I kind of thought he could get away with it against Ozdemir. But he, obviously, I've said once he gets to the elite, it's going to be tough for his style to win fights because basically his his style is I have to get a submission or I'm going to lose a decision because he's going to give up a lot of positions. Ozdemir was just better on the night. He he was able to, you know, every time he tried to pull guard, he was able to get up. He was able to land shots on the feet. I thought Paul Craig should have tried to stay on the feet longer. I thought at the end of the first round and in that third round, he was doing better with the, on the feet. Uh, but Ozdemir was just too good. And like I said, I think Paul Craig's style is going to be tough to win at the elite level. Or even even this level, because I don't think Volkan's an elite light, light heavyweight. But again, I said that I thought he could get away with it against Ozdemir. I did not think he could get away with it when he gets if he would beat Ozdemir and who he'd fight next. Molly McCann, Hannah Goldie, Molly McCann, 
TKO lands a big right into a spinning elbow into another right. I mean, she looked flawless out there. She's so good. And let's, you know, people can say what they want about her and Patty. They're going to get the, you know, people give disrespect to Colby Covington because they don't like his shtick. They hate on Sean O'Malley. Don't think he's that good because of his shtick. The way Patty and Molly are, they're going to hate on them because they think they're just odd. And like, it's like, there's no way these are, they're good fighters. Well, they are. Molly McCann's very good. And so is Patty. Uh, Molly McCann up and up. I guess we could, uh, we could look at some, we could go along and do what's next as well here. I wouldn't mind doing that. So let's do a little, uh, let's do a little what's next as well while we're here. New window, please. Give me the UFC rankings. I think Molly McCann is, uh, is, uh, ready for a, and we'll go back and look at some other cards too. We'll start with this one now. So for Ozdemir. For Ozdemir, I'm going to go with Dominic Reyes' return fight. I think I heard Reyes is possibly going to return at the end of the year. Let's do Dom Reyes. They fought, right, before. I think they should fight now. You could do that, or you could do the winner of Tiago Santos and Jamal Hill. Either one of those, to me, is a good fight for Ozdemir. For Paul Craig, um... Well, Nikita Krylov would have liked Ozdemir as well. You could also do Nikita Krylov and Ozdemir after Nikita Krylov's fight. For Paul Craig, Dustin Jacoby seems right. I think Dustin Jacoby versus Paul Craig seems about right. For Molly McCann, she's a flyweight. I think she moves into the rankings. I'm going to go Cynthia Calvillo versus Molly McCann next. Uh, Hannah Goldie, I'm not going to do. She's going to have to build herself back up for sure. Krylov, like I said. Uh, Ozdemir is a fight. Also, potentially a winner of Santos Hill or a Dom Reyes. Though both those guys are going to be in those. They could fight each other. They could fight the winner of Santos Hill. They could fight Reyes. They're kind of in that same category right now. Uh, for Gustafsson, man, that was tough to watch. Mm, I hated that. It really bummed me out for him. Um, it's time to retire. It is. Oh, it's tough to say, but it is. It's just time to retire. Patty Pimblett. Second round submission. You know, Jordan Levitt was fighting well. He was pressuring, pressuring, getting him against the cage, making him grapple. Uh, I thought Levitt won the first round, even with Patty's ending to the round. I would have still gave it to uh, Levitt. Same thing kind of happened at the start of the second round. And then Patty, just the way he landed that knee, and it it messed up Jordan Levitt for sure. He was hurt bad. Um, so, yeah, I would go. I would go. Yeah, Patty looked really good. On, I, I, no, no, my bad. Patty did not look very good to me. But it's not always about looking good. Can you get the win on your bad nights? And I thought he did. So if we're thinking of a guy for him, They talked about Jared Gordon at one point. He's got a fight lined up. I don't know what they'll do with Patty. A David David Tamir has not fought in forever. I was going to say a Clay Guida, but that's a tough matchup. Um, maybe a Joe Shalecki, who's in the you know, top fifty in these rankings. Uh yeah, I don't. You're not gonna jump up too far. Not a not a Tapiria or Madsen yet. Maybe Alexander Hernandez would be interesting though. I wouldn't be mad at Alexander Hernandez versus uh, Patty Pimblett at all. I think that's a great fight actually. So Jack Hermanson gets a dub. He said Till is a tough one to say if he wants to fight Till. I was. I'm gonna suggest. You know, I think they're gonna go with Strickland Brunson. Everyone else is kind of. Maybe, well, if Luke Rocco wins, he'll get skyrocketed into a big fight. Munez looked good in his last fight. You could do Tiller Munez. I think Tiller Munez is the right move. Everyone else is kind of getting booked up. Costa fights Rocco. Brunson's probably going to fight Strickland. Vittori's fighting Cannonier. Whitaker is fighting Alex Padetta. So, yeah, I think Tiller Munez is probably the fight for Hermanson. He looked really good on the feet 
Aspinall loses the blades. 15 seconds in, knee injury was so sickening to see. Um, but let's go to the heavyweight rankings. For Tom Aspinall, I'm not even going to give him a fight right now. He's going to be out for a bit. For Blades, it really depends what they're going to do. Let's, so you got, and not this week, the following week, you have Tui and Sirogan. Let's say they're planning on November or December for Stipe versus John, if they can get that made. The winner of that's going to fight in Ganu. So I'd have to think for Blades, the winner of two of us had gone for a number one contenders fight after all that other shit takes place. I think Blades fights the winner of Gone and Tui. I think that's next. Aspinall will still get a big fight when he returns. You know, whoever doesn't make it out of the pack here, maybe even a Derek Lewis upon return. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be a bid, I'm guessing. We'll have to see how his, what his knee injury is. But yeah, really tough break for him. Um, okay, so let's go back a little because we do got some other fight cards that we haven't talked about in a while. We had Ortega versus Yair. Yair wins by shoulder injury, but I don't know. I think it was a legit win. So for Yair, I'm guessing with... So what's his name's out? Volkanovski's out for a bit with that hand. So you got to do him versus Emmett. It's really the only fight to make for the interim title. That's the only fight to make right now is Yair and Emmett. Makes the most sense. For Ortega, we'll see how long he's out. Uh, Upon return... Calvin Cater. I think Calvin Cater or Tegan makes sense upon return. Amanda Limos gets the win over Michelle Waterson's second round guillotine. She is a straw weight. Um, for Limos, she jumped up to eight. Uh, Jessica Andrade had a pull-up. Maybe an Andrade Limos. Yeah, or Tisha Torres. I think something like that works for her. Uh, Lee Jingling got a win after his Hamzat fight. He bounced back with a big win. He's ranked 14th right now. I think a Jeff ne- a Michelle Pereira actually at 15 makes it, and that's a fun fucking fight. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I like Lee Jingling versus Michelle Pereira. And again, I might repeat myself on some of these because there's just so many. You know, so I'm looking at rankings. Shane Burgos. Or no, first it's Matt Schnell who got a big win. He jumped up to eight. Who's fight? Askarov? I think you can Askarov and just see it. Just see it through. Or Royval. You're going to get a lot of rematches here at Flyweight, so. Uh, Shane Burgos. He got a win. He's back in the top. Burgos versus Tapuria makes a ton of sense at a, at a featherweight. Burgos versus Tapuria. I think that makes a ton of sense. Laura Murphy. Huge win. She's obviously trying to get back to a title fight. She's now ranked three. Maybe fight... Talia Santos, who just lost to Shevchenko. I think Talia Santos versus Lauren Murphy is a good fight. I would do that. Oh, yeah, and then we got to talk about Ricky Simone, who got a big win. He wants to fight Sean O'Malley. That's obviously not happening. Sean's fighting uh, Yam. We'll get into that in a bit. For Ricky Simone, he's up to 11. Rob Font, I think, makes a ton of sense for Ricky Simone. I don't know how Sean O'Malley dropped in the rankings. That doesn't make much sense. Ricky Simone's not better than Sean O'Malley. She's going to have 13 versus 1 in the rankings. Okay, well, I'd go Ricky Simone versus Rob Font. That's the fight I'd go with there. So what was the last card before that? Do we miss Dosanyos Fazayev? Card was terrible. Yeah, we're only talking about them. So let's go to lightweight. For Fazayev. Uh, the Gaethje fight makes sense. You're talking. They're talking Poirier Chandler. Oliveira's fighting Islam. Dariush is fighting Gamrot. Yeah, Gaethje and Fiziev uh, makes a ton of sense. Dos Anjos, Sarukian maybe? Sarukian or Jalen Turner? I wouldn't mind Jalen Turner getting a crack there. He's looked good. Jalen Turner's ridiculously good. So yeah, let's go with that. I'll go uh, Dos Anjos versus Jalen Turner. We might have one more that we need to look at. Adesanya Kenner. We did not look at that. So we already know that Volkanovski's out. Adi Sonia is fighting Pereira. Jared Kanier, he needs a fu- You could do Jared... Oh, they already fought, huh? Jared Kanier and... Uh, you could do Kanier versus uh, Strickland. They haven't fought. If you don't do Strickland versus Brunson, you could do Kanier. Holloway? I'm not saying step back. Are they going to give him a young contender? Could you do... You could do Arnold Allen versus Max Holloway. 
You're not going to do Ortega rematch right now. You're not going to do Cater rematch. You're not going to do the Korean Zombie. Maybe Arnold Allen Hallway makes a ton of sense. Hallway, let's say Hallway moves up for just to move up. Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos, Connor, Hooker, Ferguson. Hallway can get in some fun fights. Uh, Sean O'Malley's fighting Jan. Jalen Turner, we just talked about Dos Anjos. Uh, Pedro Munoz, where's he sitting? He's still sitting at the same. Munoz versus Song Yudong, I think, makes a ton of sense. 9-10 matchup. That makes a ton of sense. Strickland, we talked about. Brunson, Kandir, one of those fights. Uh, Brian Barberina, I don't think he's cracking tough. I don't think I'd have Brian Barberina cracking fighting the top. After you, you know, you beat Lawler. I wouldn't have him cracking. So we can go to and we can go back to the world rankings here. And take a look at the welterweight ones and see if we can find a good matchup, a good fight for him. Because um, yeah, Lawler just doesn't that doesn't get you into a fight in the top fifteen. I mean, Lawler's good. Is Daniel Rodriguez gonna get a fight though? I mean, good lord, somebody give him a fight. Ooh. Well, yeah, you could. Kevin Holland versus uh versus Barbarino would be fun. D Rod just hadn't fought since Kevin Lee. It doesn't make sense. I mean, let's get D Rod matched up with somebody. Maybe a Jake Matthews. Or a Kevin Holland. Where do they not even have no way that he's not okay, Barbarino's at 44 in these rankings. Let's find him a fight. I want to see somebody coming off a win. Ooh. Nico Price versus Bar They fought, haven't they? Okay, Randy Brown versus uh, Barbarina. I think that's a really good fight. I would do Randy Brown versus Barbarina. Okay, so that's it. Now let's get into some future cards. Some big ones have been talked about. We're just going to do the big ones before this ends. We're almost to the hour point. So coming up is Peña Nunes 2. I'll give my predictions... My early predictions now. Uh, I don't know if I'll get another one out before that. Vacation's coming. So you have Pena. It's a good card. It's an okay. Oh, it's actually a really... That, the main card's very good. You got Pena, Nunez, two. Moreno, Kaikar, Franz, two for the interim title. Derek Lewis, Sergei Spivak. Alexander Pantoja uh, versus Alex Perez, which is a huge fight at uh, flyweight. And you also get Anthony Smith, Magomed, Inc. Alive, which is an intriguing fight. Early predictions. I don't know about the Pena Nunes one, man. I'm torn. If Nunes is motivated, I think she should win. I'm going to go Nunes round one stoppage. I might regret that. Uh... Brandon Moreno, Kaikar France. I'm going Kaikar France via decision to win the interim title. I think he beats Moreno. I think he's more talented. Uh, Lewis versus Sergey, not Spivak. Pavlovich, who I love this guy. He's only 30, which is like 23 for heavyweight. He lost to Overeem early on in his UFC career. He's won three in a row. He's really dynamite. How big is he? 6'3", 240. This is a good fight. This is a tough fight. Good step up for him. I'm going to go Pavlovich via round two stoppage. Pantoja, who could have been fighting for the titles, because but injuries have really screwed him. He's lost to Askarov and Figueredo, but he's beat Roy Val and Cape. He's fighting Perez. Perez lost to Figueredo in his last fight. He hadn't fought since 2020. I'm going to go Pantoja via decision. Anthony Smith, Magomed Ankalaev. Ankalaev, believe, undefeated. 17-1. Lost his first fight in the UFC to Paul Craig's. Won ever since. Beaten Kutalabe twice. Krylov, Ozdemir, Santos. He's just looked really good. But decisions. I'm just worried about Anthony Smith's will. Is he going to want to fight? He's a little bit like Cerrone at times. He's won three in a row, though. All stoppages. I'm going to go upset here. Anthony Smith, round three submission is what I'm going to go with there. So let's take a look at some of the other ones. Fight night coming up will be the Ultimate Fighter finale. And uh, Santos versus Jamal Hill. Uh, you get Luke A versus Jeff Neal on that card as well. Great great card there. Uh, uh, Spivak versus Augusto Sakai. Solid card. Uh, Vera versus Cruz. Some good fight night main events coming up here. 
Uh, you get Vera versus Cruz. Okay, the card's shit besides that, though. Good Lord. Marlon Vera, Cheetah Cruz. Cheeto. Marlon, Cheeto, Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Tough fight for Dom. And then you get UFC 278. Uh, that card is not completely filled, I don't believe. The main card right now, yeah, I hope it's not filled out. Shouldn't. Uh, Usman Edwards, too. Aldo, Marab, Paulo Costa, Rockle. Those are great fights. Tybura, Alexander Romanov. And then the next one would have been Leonardo Santos versus uh, Jared Gordon. Okay. I like Usman to get a win there. I hope Rockle gets a win. Gone to this card is stacked free. So this one's actually. Oh, so they're doing pay per views pretty quick. This one is actually not till September 3rd. I was wrong. I thought it was in August. It's in September. This card, though, is a nice, nice. And it's not. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not even done. They said they're not even done filling it out. But right now, you get. Cyril gone to Avasa in the main event. Whitaker, Vittoria, and the co-main. You haven't seen a fight night main event. A co-main to main event, that's the best. That is one of the best uh, combinations of fights you can make as a co-main and main on a fight night. Maybe the best. Uh, Chukagian versus Firat, that's a great fight. Uh, Norzadin uh, Ima- uh, Ivavov Imavov against Jokon Buckley, great fight there. Um, that's, those are four great fights. And I know they said they're trying to add another one for the main card. So some great fights there. And then you get Shemaev Diaz, uh, Johnny Walker, Kute Labe is rumored for that one. They'll fill that out, but you get Hamzat and Nate could be Chandler Dustin in the co-main. Oh, I forgot Song Yudong does have a fight. UFC fight night. Good fight card. Corey Sandhagen, Song Yudong, Giga Chikad versus Sadiq Yusuf. Uh, Andre Feely, Lando Venata, Anthony Hernandez, Mark Andre Berliot, Pat Sabatini. Good, good fight night card. Okay, they're coming together. Uh, this one has Mackenzie Durham versus Jan Jayon. Uh, Randy Costa's back. Brendan Allen versus uh, Jocko. It's an okay fight night. Um, another fight night here. No fights lined up, which is it's all the way in October. And then you have the greatest fight card. One of the best fight cards I've ever seen. You get main event, Charles Oliveira, Islam Makachev. Co-main event, Aljamain Sterling, TJ Dillashaw. Peter Yan, Sean O'Malley. Uh, Benil Darius, Mateus Gamrot. Bilal Muhammad, Sean Brady. Marina Rodriguez, Marina Rodriguez, Amanda Lemos will probably be the main event of the, of the prelims. That is filthy. That is a filthy card. But yeah, that'll do it. Um... Again, go on vacation for a while, so we'll see. Maybe I can get one. Maybe I can get one off during vacation, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace.